With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, morning, evening, everyone. It's a Sunday. Um, I'm not sure what happened with our music there. I'm playing around with it, but apparently I'm playing wrong with it. So we'll see. That's a, that's a work in progress. Um, so happy almost Valentine's Day, which is this Thursday, I believe. Michelle, you are on with me. Hey, everyone. Yes, happy Valentine's Day. I know that that can be kind of a weird holiday for many, but... <laughs> We did think in honor of the holiday that we should discuss tonight all things love because uh, Power of Ten talks about love and the power of love often, not just in terms of romantic love, but uh, the agape love, I guess is a good way of saying it, the the bigger definition of love. So this should be a really fun show tonight. Um, I know that in our workshops and our retreats and whatnot, we get a lot of questions about relationship and marriage and um, partnership and you know that's it's an important subject so I think tonight's session should be really awesome as it usually is. I think one of the things I like so much about the way that Power of Ten frames love is that it even the we we always put that in societally we put that romantic love in this own box you know it's like well this Mm -hmm. is yeah you love your family and you love your kids and and but this Romantic love is almost has just become a loaded term um, because there's so many expectations and so many misconceptions about how it's all about the other person and just like everything else with love and just like everything else with you and and all of us, it's all about what you're doing internally and how it's reflecting back to you. Exactly, and you know it's they say this often, and I think we put it in the description of the show that. You don't seek for love. You are love. When you die, you you realize that. People like myself who've had near-death experiences, you know, people have different, different experiences. For the most part, your thoughts continue to create your reality even after you die. But what you really understand is this sense of oneness. That's a common theme of that you really are. There's no judgment because you don't have a body anymore. You don't have things. You don't have a home. You have nothing to define you any longer. And so, therefore, you're just completely made of love. So when people go seeking love, if you think of it in terms of law of attraction and manifestation, you, you already are that. And by saying you need it, you're actually pushing it away. And so it, it's really, it sounds corny, and everybody knows this at some level, but you really do have to love yourself. You have to treat yourself like you love yourself before you can align with the frequency and the vibration of a loving relationship because people will treat you with whatever vibe you're putting out there. And so um, Joda and I have this conversation often. It's like when people call in sometimes and they'll say, um, 
that they really want a relationship, that, that, you know, that they're ready. They may say it, but energetically what I feel from them intuitively is that they really aren't ready. <laughs> they're letting fears or, or issues with past relationships. They haven't healed. Um, and so they're scared of it or, or they feel like um, I hear this a lot from my girlfriends that, you know, their partner is going to, they're going to have to take care of them. It's going to be like another child to take care of or just something that will interfere with their life rather than add to their life, um, which a positive relationship like what Joda and I have found later in life, um, that's what, where you have to get to on your own. You don't fulfill yourself with the other person. It's not like a once you meet them, then you'll be happy. It's the other way around. Like any manifestation, once you're happy and in love with yourself and in love with your life, then they show up. And then it's easy. And then it's not hard work like people always say. I mean, maybe for some people if that's what you believe that it takes. But I know for Joda and I, and we've been together now eight years, married for six, it hasn't been hard work, Right. Darling, <laughs> I mean, no, it's, not at all. It's and, not. And it's, it's, I, I find it interesting that you know there's there's a lot going on there about working on yourself, right? Work, that word again, um, to to improve yeah. yourself and to how it starts with you, and and a lot of people have heard that, and uh, I think deep down everyone knows that, um, and then they look, the, you know, the easier way is to assign that to someone else and look for that other you know, seek that thing in someone else because they actually don't want to spend the time and work on themselves to do it. Um, but when you, when you really roll this, when you really internalize this, we are one concept together, that power of 10 so eloquently puts and all of their stuff, you realize you're not just working on yourself. You're working on your, your, you're creating those thoughts over things which you have control, which in this lifetime is your brain and your physical body. Um, but you're actually, by doing that, you're, you are improving or, you know, uh, getting this idealized or this idle, ideal, excuse me. I just woke up from a really long nap from kickboxing today. <laughs> Take a really long tangent. We went tangent. kickboxing together. It was really fun. Miss, See what, what Michelle couples do? We kickbox. Yeah. Michelle convinced <laughs> me to go. She didn't convince me. I actually wanted to go. We did a book signing and we did it there at the kickboxing place that Michelle's been going to for the last month. And I got all pumped up and I had a wonderful time today, except I kind of tweaked my ankle. So I'm limping around and it kicked my butt. So I'm sleepy. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry, really long tangent. Um, so the, the quote working on yourself is not, it's not just doing it for you. You're doing it as collectively. And so that's, that's why it's easier to, for me to understand the concept of how it then reflects and mirrors back to you because you're working, you're, you're, you're improving everything as you're quote working on yourself. Well, then you're aligning with that true version of you, which is love. So when you're doing those things that light you up, like right now, I mean, this has changed with me over time, kickboxing. Obviously when Joda and I got together, I wasn't kickboxing, but we were doing other things and we tend to share a lot of things in common. And so when you're getting out there and putting yourself out there and, and doing the kind of things that you love, you're going to align not just with a romantic partner, Power of Ten says this all the time too, but with loving friends and, and business connections and, and networking and all those things just kind of come together. I mean, gosh, it, even in just the kickboxing place, and they asked me to do book signing. 
I usually just do them after workshops, but I'm like, what the heck? So, and I'm just having fun kickboxing. So it, it, they come to you when you are lit up and, and, again, working on yourself in terms of facing those fears, just looking at them in the face, not pretending they don't exist, because there's a lot of, I've, I've heard it called toxic positivity lately, in the metaphysical world where you just kind of skip over it and pretend it doesn't exist. No, be authentic. Face your past. If you got hurt in your past, we all have. If you're old enough, you've been through a relationship that didn't align with you, and that's all it is, right? I mean, if, if someone, if you're no longer with someone, you were at some point, you aligned, and then you didn't. One of you grew, one of you didn't, or you grew in different ways. And that's all it is. But if you carry forward any resentment or grief or all those things, those are low vibrating emotions. You're just not going to align with a, with a more joyful partner. You're going to find someone else who gives you the exact same vibration. And if that's, you're cool with that, that's fine. But then people wonder why they keep having uh, dysfunctional relationships over and over and over again. And, you know, Joda and I aren't perfect. We both, I didn't meet Joda until I was 42. I wanted to tell you a little, little bit about our love story. Some of you know it have been to our workshops, but, you know, I've been married before and divorced. Um, I had a baby young at 20. Joda wasn't an angel. He'd had plenty of share of his relationships too. Um, for me personally, I know I struggled a lot with, uh, I'm empathic, so I attracted narcissists. Um, we've talked in other shows about that. I'm sure we will again because it, it seems to be really prevalent out there. Um, you know, if you don't know the, what, the psychological terms for narcissists, just Google it. We don't want to spend the whole time on it. But I know that I was also, because that was familiar to me from my childhood, I had to heal that before I could find a partner who wasn't controlling to me that didn't, and I didn't have save the puppy syndrome with, that I, that already was a full functioning human being that I didn't have to treat like a child, that we could just come together and take care of each other and love on each other. But it took me, you know, going through various forms of therapy and, and, and working it out in, in my head and my heart and writing about it and journaling and doing yoga and all those things for me that were my own healing path and everybody's spiritual healing path looks a little different. Before when uh, I was a massage therapist, and I happened to get a studio down the street from where Joda had just moved. Uh, and he came to me, gosh, not too long after I had broken up with another relationship. But, you know, I had figured out with that relationship that we just, I, there was no resentment. I just figured out that we weren't going anywhere. I really wanted an intimacy that he couldn't give me. And so because I was in that place and I was just really not even wanting not necessarily desperate for a relationship. I just was focusing on my books and my kids, but I was in a good place in life. I was healthy. I was eating well. I was taking care of myself. I was buying myself flowers at farmer's markets, taking baths, all those little cliches. But for me, that's self-nurturing. And when he came into my massage studio, I was actually doing the eHarmony profile, but I wasn't going to join. I swear to God, I just wanted to figure out if I were to enter a relationship, what I was really looking for versus what I had in the past. And so I was filling that out and he came in and I had to shut it really quick because I didn't want my client to see what I was doing. And 
I swear the moment he walked in, it wasn't, I hate to call it love at first sight because that's a movie thing, but it was a comfortable but excited feeling. It was like I, I felt like I already knew him. I felt like we had this friendship already when I just met him, and yet I was also very attracted to him. And I didn't know what to do with that, of course, because he was my massage client. You're not supposed to be attracted to your massage client. So long story short, I had just trained in Reiki energy healing. And so um, the person who referred him to me was also a massage therapist that worked for me. And she said that he could probably use some energy healing. And so like a dork, I asked him to take his shirt off, which you don't need to take your clothes off for energy healing then I got I didn't know what came over me and I felt really nervous like oh my god he's gonna find out I'm gonna get my massage license taken away so I was like and I always, and nervous about this I always tell people I don't know why she told me to take my shirt off I was a massage I would have got naked for her if she'd have kept her mouth shut <laughs> but then I you know again I afterwards I happened to be moving into a new apartment and he had boxes computer boxes from just moving himself and he had a truck so he helped me move and we were friends and but it quickly became obvious that we were into each other and I told him I couldn't be his massage therapist anymore and because you're supposed to say that and so um, that worked out because we were equally attracted to each other and then like four months later we moved in together and a year later we got married and it went very quick but we were in our 40s well you weren't you were younger than me you were how old were you 36 you're I don't baby. know. I can never remember. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just a number. So at any rate, it's been wonderful. I mean, it's just, you know, it's yay. There is the reason we like to share this story is because I know that it, there were times in my life, especially around Valentine's Day, because it just heightens, especially when you have a lack of that because it seems like everybody in the planet is paired up with someone in which it's not true. I mean, when you're a married couple, Valentine's Day is like, oh, should we go out to dinner again? <laughs> I mean, every day is loving. And so it's not that big of a deal if I get chocolate and roses, you know, that's really the commercialized version of it. But I know there were times where it freaked me out and that it heightened my loneliness. And I felt like I was never going to find a partner like that. And then you're telling yourself a story that, you know, oh my goodness, there's no one like that. There's how many times you hear people say that there's, there's no one out there. I'm never going to find, I'm too old. I'm too this, I'm too that. And that becomes all the, good ones what are the taken. energy that you're right. And then all that you're sending out that energy and people subconsciously pick that up from you versus if you're telling a story that you love your life and you're going to do everything possible to enjoy your life to the fullest, people pick up on that too. And so wouldn't you rather be around somebody that's full of love and full of life? I mean, Joda, I could tell, had worked on himself. He'd gone through hypnotherapy to heal some past romantic stuff. And he, God, I was so shocked that he had read Louise Hay book. I was like, oh, my God, a guy who read, reads Louise Hay. <laughs> they exist. Because so often women, especially, I hear them say, well, I want a spiritually enlightened man. But they don't exist. Yes. They do. They're not as often in our workshops or read our books, but that, that, that they're catching up. You know, we see men in our workshops. It's just um, they're not taught that that's okay to, to read books on uh, consciousness and growth and things like that. So, but, you know, Joda did to a degree, and he 
was willing and open-minded enough to kind of follow me along, thank God, because, you know, I, I, again, I said this in our first episode, if you haven't listened, how I started channeling, I couldn't do this without the balance of someone who was grounded, who really unconditionally loved me. And so it is important. It's not to say that you have to have romantic love in life to be happy. Uh, You know, you can find love through an animal or your children or friendship or deep friendship or, I mean, your hobbies, your passions, that, that too is love. It's just, I always say it's just kind of easy to partner up because life could be a challenge. And so having someone there with you to, to, that that you can share with, that you can share the good times too. I mean, just being able to, gosh, I'm looking at, well, you can't, you're in your office. We're in different rooms in our place, but the sunset's gorgeous tonight. And I have someone to say that out loud to, not that it's necessary, but it just, it's nice. So if you kind of, I think Abraham says this, you know, to make it easier to manifest love, wouldn't it be nice instead of having this pressure of, oh my God, I, I need to find love. Because people will sniff out that desperation. And, you know, manifesting love is a little more complex because it's not just you manifesting a thing, you know, like a car where you can visualize it and feel the feelings of it. It's a person who their emotions and vibrations are in flux all the time, too. So you're always going to be in flux, even when you're in marriage and in relationship. I mean, people are in different places at different times. So understanding that you can however treat yourself as you wish to be treated you can visualize your life full of love and you're then when you broaden it up and you're not so specific for a certain person that you just have partnership and a deep friendship and intimacy and and yes passion and all those things picture yourself feeling that and then it, it then it's easy. Then it just aligns. It comes to you when you're ready. But if you're sending out those vibes that you're fearful, fear is the opposite of love. So you can't send out those vibes and expect people. They'll be repelled by it subconsciously. So with that. One way, just to, to follow up, and you're talking about, you know, wouldn't it be nice? Um, in, uh, in Peace is Power, uh, which we studied at length in our Your Life Repro- Repurpose program, um, lesson number seven, is, the lesson is called Love Activated. And one of the paragraphs says one oh, way to do this activation is to start more of your sentences with I love. In the past, you may have started your sentences or even your thoughts prior to speaking your sentences with I hate the way that or it bothers me when or I'm afraid that, therefore creating an unwanted reality. And I remember in one of my conversations with the power of 10 after I don't remember, I mean, it was after doing videos and, and whatnot, and they had pointed out to me, un, unbeknownst to myself, they said, Do you, have you noticed how many times you start your sentences with I love? It's almost every sentence. And I was like, wow, I didn't even, I mean, that was just like this little switch that flipped at some point, and I wasn't even conscious of it because it's just such an easy thing to do because as soon as you say I love, your brain, your brain always tries to fill in the blanks. And so as you're just, you know, I can look around my room and say, I love my dog. I love my cat. I love this pair of scissors I've had for a long time. I mean, they're stupid things, but, <laughs> you know, it's like you you think of all these things to worry about and to fixate on, but just by the act of saying, I love, it fills in the blank and you just get into that energy. Now, you know, 
it's not going to mean if you're looking for Mr. Right, he's going to barge through the door just because you love your scissors. But it's <laughs> there's a <laughs> sorry, I'm really punchy tonight. Um, there's this there's this energy about it that that you don't even realize you're doing it, but it really helps you get into that energy. And as you keep lurking for and acknowledging things which you like or love or any of that, it 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 goes into your brain to the point where you don't even realize you're you're focusing on love constantly and in such a great way. And then you're in the energy of love because, you know, again, manifestation 101, what you focus on expands. That's young, Carl Jung, actually. And so if you're focusing on love and your brain's like a computer, it, it focuses on all the things you love versus if you start your day off focusing on things you don't want and you create an energy of resistance, that's what you're going to attract. And so, being in that loving energy is everything because love is vibrates on the same level as appreciation and gratitude and abundance and health and all good things. So it's it, beyond just the romantic. That's wonderful. <laughs> you know, society tells us it's the end all be all, but really being in that energy of love, of unconditional love. Wow. That'll bring all kinds of, Powerful, powerful things to you. Oh, real quick, before we talk to the power of 10, because speaking of opportunities, um, I actually woke up in a really crap mood. I wrote about this in Power of 10 High Vibe Tribe, which if you're not in, go to Facebook. It's in our Facebook group, Power of 10 High Vibe Tribe. But I I wanted to flip switch it because there was really no purpose for it. I wasn't working out anything in my mind. And so I went to the beach. It was a gorgeous day here in Florida. And so I, I went out there and I had this, I, I did all the tools Power of Tennis taught us. I listened to a meditation, and I got a great parking spot, and the guy gave me his parking pass for free, and I saw a bunch of, bunch of dolphins. It was just a magical day. And I get back, and I had been thinking about the TV show, which if you've tuned in in the past, you know, we were working with this content company in L.A. to pr- produce our TV show and get us connected with the networks. But they put us on the back burner because their slate was full and whatever. But I was disappointed for a while. But I'm like, something told me to check. I I Googled submission Oprah, which I've been on Oprah's page a billion times because I love Oprah Winfrey. (laughs) And they had a submission portal, which if you know this industry is like doesn't happen. Usually you need a manager, an agent to get you through to a network. Um, but, and they're looking for an unscripted show like ours, which, you know, it's kind of hard to find people that are looking for unscripted. Everything's scripted, including reality shows. So we were, it's important to us for integrity reasons to be unscripted. And so we already had our sizzle reel video. So we were able to just spit that out. We changed the focus of the show a little bit to tweak it more about non-judgment because, so much of stuff going on right now and polarization in the world is about judgment, right? And and what we're all after is unconditional love, which is the focus of tonight's show. So anyway, we submitted it, which is really exciting. And now you just pour love on it because we're love, we're light. When you die, you figure that out. Picture light on something and bam, it, it's an absolute miracle the way things work. Yes, pray if that's what you believe in, but make it active prayer. There's a chapter about that in Peace is Power too. Don't just give it words. Put the energy behind it. And for me, I just keep picturing it because that is such a good fit. I've been loving Oprah my whole life. And so I just know that that 
that feels right. It aligns with what were the messages that we're trying to put out in there in the world. And so, yeah, I mean, I, the more in appreciation and love that you can turn your day around, even when you wake up feeling out of sorts, it happens to the best of us. You can focus on what you like to do. I mean, yes, we're blessed. We live near the beach. We made that happen <laughs> because it's wonderful, but we don't always get to go. I mean, it's, sometimes stuff gets in the way or we let things get in the way, but you know, it's just amazing. Those little things like you're talking about your scissors, Joda, things like dolphins showing up. That doesn't, I mean, I've seen dolphins here and there, but not like dozens of them playing in front of me. That's what love creates. It transcends just the romantic into just magical, miraculous manifestations. There's a lot of M's there. <laughs> Every time we see okay, three M's, so, we always think of manifesting miracles and money. <laughs> yeah, and Michelle. And um, so, do we have callers ready to talk to us? We do, and uh, I have a couple a couple uh, things to that I've identified to um, get the power of ten to uh, discuss with us in light of today's theme. Okay. Awesome. So why don't I get them, and you can. Uh, if you want to call in and talk to us, where's that number again? Um, it is number three, is two, three, three, two. Eight. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I'm saying it. Let me say it. Three, two, three, eight, seven, zero, four, one, eight, eight. So just call in get in the queue. If you want to talk to power of 10, it does not have to be love related. If you want to discuss something else, that's fine. Um, we just thought it would be a fun theme for the show. So feel free to ask whatever you want because Power of Ten will get to the root of whatever you need anyway. <laughs> so, um, Joda, if you could kind of go over our website and whatnot and while I'm getting them, then that would be great. So here I go. Sure thing. So just our, our normal announcements of, uh, of the things we've got going on. Um, the, again, once you go over to the website at wearethepowerof10.com, you've got links to all of our social media, if that's your preference, um, YouTube videos that are hours and hours of wonderful content for you to learn from the power of 10. Uh, we've also got uh, little memes, which are quotes that actually Michelle has created from uh, actually for all three books um, with, with cute pictures on them, um, pretty pictures, I should say, um, that, uh, and those are posted also on Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and whatnot. So um, we've still got our, your Life Repurpose program um, going on, which is at yourliferepurpose.com, which is also uh, available from the website. And uh, a lot of the a lot of these wonderful conversations that I've had the opportunity to go through the Power of Ten with, um, in, in identifying some things in my own life, a number of things in my own life that were holding me back. Uh, this is the it's a kind of a learn at your own pace course um, that you can get involved with. Um, we've also got the uh, the private consultations, if you're really looking for some, some in-depth, you know, getting your own question, the questions answered with the power of 10, uh, you get a, an hour all to yourself, um, whereas where they will dive in and, and figure out earlier in this lifetime or, you know, last week or 14 lifetimes ago, what's, what's the answer to some of the questions that you have. So um, we've got so much going on and expanding all the time because we just long ago just kept saying yes to whatever was new. So um, we've, we've got things that, that we pursue a little bit more and some of the things that we pursue a little bit less. And we, we always love hearing from all of you 
as far as your input on all that. Speaking of input, I can feel the power of tennis with us. Hello. Yes. You can feel now when we are around you, Joda. That is most Every beautiful. time. It, it is beautiful. Trust me, I, I appreciate it um, more than you I can see, say. We are a frequency that you tune into. It's a group alignment, but not really because when you die, when you check out, when it's your time, and you've died several times, hundreds of times, many of you, you become like you harmonize with others who are on the same frequency as you as the power of 10 are, you see. And so when you wish to tune in to us, you always can. We come through Michelle because we are her guides, and yet you can feel us, and we can help lift your spirits, lift your vibrations, so you can ally with the highest and best version of yourself in each moment. Because really, that is the goal, yes? We don't necessarily like to use the word goal because it's such a loaded word for you, and your words have meaning and carry a vibration. And so that is the whole point of living, is to live your highest and best self. The higher you attain that, the closer you get, the more loving your life becomes, yes? And, and then you align with who you are in between lifetimes, you see, can you feel that? Can all of you listening really get a sense of who you've been in the many eons of lifetimes that you've shared in a spatial dimension, in a spatial capacity, rather than bound by bodies in the earthly dimension? We're not saying it's a negative thing. You chose it. You came into your body to remember that your thoughts create your reality so that you could create a wonderful life and make manifest all the things that were in your mind and heart, you see. And when you die, those things come together instantaneously because it is non-physical, you see. Oh, we love the feelings of you out there. So what is your question, Joda? You have a burning question for us? Maybe not burning. <laughs> See, you're reading my mind. Um, no, I had actually just grabbed a copy of Peace is Power, um, which I know we were talking about. Um, I think Michelle has Keep Your Spirits Up in the title. But a couple of it was three, actually, things that jumped out at me. Um, and this is something that Michelle and I uh, quote, but we, we say is when people say, well, you know, what's your guys' secret? And the lesson 95 in this book that you wrote with Michelle is freedom is fully being you. And I love that first line. It says freedom is knowing who you are at any given moment. And I feel that that is such a, a powerful thing when it comes to how you express love and how love reflects back to you in that authenticity. And yeah. I love how that authenticity relates to is the same as the freedom to be authentic. And it's something that you grant yourself. Yes, you see, so, oh, you nailed it, Shoda. So often when you come into pairs, into relationship with one another, in other words, you're relating to each other, then what happens is you want the other person to be just like you. You, this happens often in, in the parent-child dynamic, you see. You do as I say, then I'll love you. You see, there's this unspoken contract that goes on. And yet, when you really love someone, 
It's as liberating. When you love who they are, even if it differs from your habits and thoughts and behaviors and belief system, because belief is just a thought you think over and over again, you see. Your opinions are are really nothing than your thoughts that you keep believing yourself, you see. And so if you can un, you can dig behind that and really truly come to terms with who you are beneath the roles that you play in your lifetime. We'll say that again. If you can really get in contact with who you are be, beneath the roles you play in this lifetime and lifetimes past, there's a sense of freedom. Your soul's perspective is freedom. Can you feel how your soul feels? You see, that's what we see when we look at you. We don't look at your egoic personality. That's just a role you're playing on planet Earth in this dimension, in this particular time-space continuum that you chose to all meet up in. And so if you can look at each other as a soul, just creating little stories and plays in your life, that's what you do, and you can honor the freedom and divinity in each person, the soul, I love them for that. Oh, then you, you create a higher level of love, you see, because love amplifies, freedom amplifies. When you see the freedom in another, when you can show up, oh, this is good, listen up. If you can show up and be 100% you, and the other person can show up and be seen, that is what you deem intimacy, but it's, it's really powerful yes you just love each other and it seems so simple and yet it's so complicated for so many of you so just start by looking into another not necessarily a romantic partner but everyone you see we talk about this in manifesting miracles and money the first book we wrote together pretend you unzip your body just pretend don't do it in actuality you pretend you unzip your body and see the soul in each other that's freedom. That's love. Michelle and Joda often talk about how they showed up and they were 100% them and, and right from the start. You see, it took some practice before they learned to do that. Rather than trying to pretend to be something they're not, that didn't work out in other relationships, not so much, yes? And so when you show up and you can be who you are, you see there's a fear in that, a vulnerability, because you think that other people will run screaming, and they might, because they might not align with who you really are. Then that is not your alignment partner. That is not your tribe. Let them run away. Why don't you let them run away? You see, instead you have attachments that everybody must see things the same way as you. But if they are not willing to honor the freedom in you, that is not somebody that you want in your midst. They can go on being someone else somewhere else. It's a big planet you live on. And you can be around people who are free to be themselves, and you can honor that. It's a be- That's love. That's the highest version of love, really. Thank you. That's, yeah. I, I love how I can just pick a sentence that you've said before and you expand on it so beautifully. There's um, always, from each sentence in our books, many, many different directions we could take. So we love when you allow us to expand on our original verbiage. I think there's probably another book behind every sentence. Um, 
one of the so building upon that idea, the other uh, the other <clears throat> sentence I opened up to, as far as being, you know, along these lines of being authentic, um, the, the sentence here that says, and so in order in order to activate love, you need only to remove the thoughts and belief systems that have told you that you were unlovable. And mm. I, sadly, that is a that is buried deep, um, sometimes deeper in other people, in most everyone that uh, that is on the planet. And it's an interesting, it's an interesting take on it that, you know, all of these things, it was just, it was just someone telling you were, you were unlovable and you were accepting that thought perhaps or before you were old enough to understand how to accept thoughts and how to not. You see little children, if you look at little babies, they radiate love and acceptance. Yes. They may cry sometimes when they aren't having their needs met, their physical survival needs. And yet they just exude love. They haven't learned that they were unlovable. Someone didn't tell them that. You see, perhaps early on, if someone did not take care of their needs, they did not change their dirty diaper, they did not take care of them, then yes, they felt unworthy of being taken care of. You see, so actions demonstrate love as well. But somewhere along the way, if you find yourself in unfulfilling relationships, whether it be romantic or otherwise, You can look back and ask, where did I first hear that I was unlovable? Who first told you that in thought or action or words? You see, most of you, many of you feel you're unworthy. We don't even like saying that word through Michelle's lips, you see, and because just by virtue of you being alive here now, you are all divine and worthy you all were floating around in boundless love and chose chose to come through your thoughts chose to birth you through the vehicle that was your parents the gateway your caretakers you see and you interacted with many different human beings who meant well and yet if they didn't feel If they didn't feel loved, if they felt unworthy, it's like a contagion. They pass it on to you and make you feel unworthy. And often when people judge you, that's exactly what they're doing. They're trying to make you feel less worthy so they feel better about themselves. And that never, ever works, you see. So often when people are blaming you or pointing fingers at you, it's out of their own feelings of unworthiness and if you can understand the projection and stand true that you are worthy and you can tell yourself and affirm often I am worthy I am divine what does divine mean to you means different things to different people get in touch perhaps journal about it meditate on it you are divine you are made of love and bliss And anybody that tells you something other than that is lying to you. It is a violation of the purity of your soul. So know that to be the truth. And anybody that tells you anything different, know that to be a lie. The truth is you are pure, unadulterated love. And you wish 
to surround yourself with others who reflect that love back to you. And as you get older, you'll start to discern, you'll filter those who are projecting on you. And you can shine a light. You don't, they don't need to be in your midst. You see, you don't have to take care of everybody. You can stay in your lane. You can, you can beam love on them. You can help them work through things without taking on their unworthy, blaming energy, you see. Shine a light on them because in truth you are light. That feels good to you because it resonates with the truth of who you are between countless lifetimes. They are that too. They just don't remember. It is up to you now to remember. That's why you're here. Thank you. Yeah, I just kind of, of soak, soak in all these words. I'm sure you guys are, are soaking the words as as I am. So, um, and with that, um, why don't we uh, why don't we go to our first caller um, who has a question about love or not? I don't know. So, um, if you would, uh, I'm going to unmute you in just a second. Um, we have an area code seven eight zero. And the last four digits are 8394. Um, if you would tell us your name and where you're from, and then if you can uh, ask your, your one question of the power of 10, let's, let's love to hear from you. So uh, area code 780, you are on. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Yes, thank you for being here with us. This is Michelle. I'm calling from Alberta, Canada. Beautiful. Another Michelle. You're already yeah. in alignment, you see. You share the same name. Yes. <laughs> um, so I resonated with lots of what you had said, to be honest. Um, I've been single for Beautiful. five years, but of course, working on myself and wanting to find love, but I'm not going to settle this time. And I've definitely met lots of narcissistic men in my life as well, being an empath. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm ready for my match. I'm in my mid, almost mid-40s here. So, yeah, I'm just kind of curious what you guys see kind of coming for that or any guys. What we feel loud and clear, we're going to interrupt you because your energy is strong and you really have been working on yourself. You're ready for this. Yeah. And you know this. You see, it's yeah. not even really a question anymore. Michelle's <laughs> body's getting goosebumps because when you're ready, you're ready. You see, yeah. the only thing that would inhibit that is if you say, like in any manifestation, where is it? Where is, where is this partner of mine? Because we feel from you, you have worked on it so much that you kind of feel like they already exist. And so it's like, where are they? And yeah. they're there. And so know that in any dimensional truth, your partner already exists in another dimension of you. Every reality is happening simultaneously. That's physics. And so yeah. there is another part of you already in relationship. And, and we want to ask you, okay, so you know how it, how does it feel for you to be in relationship with this person? You know how it doesn't feel because you've had the contrast of your past narcissistic relationships. So how does it feel to be supported and loved by this person that you feel coming into your life very soon? Amazing. Just okay, better describe than amazing. Um, like what? What does it feel like? Is it like flowers? Is it like ice cream? What is it like for you to feel amazing? I'm just like I'm already extremely happy in my life, so I guess just kind of that missing piece 
um, just makes me feel I'm already complete. So I know that I don't need a man to complete me, but I think just. So it's not um, missing. It's just like what you call icing on the cake to put out a cliche. It's just a, an additional sweetened part of your life that you've created. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And so we want you to do this. It's simple. You're probably already doing it. But when you wake up each morning, we want yeah. you to pretend. We want you to open your eyes and look over and see this person gazing back at you with so much love. And it feels yeah. so amazing to use your word. And you feel so cherished and loved and understood. And, and you feel like you've known this person for many lifetimes, because we feel like you have, you see. Yeah. And then just imagine what your day is going to be like with them. What kinds of things will you do together? You see, really start imagining it into being. You okay. see, what kinds, of ho- what kinds of things do you like to do? Oh, yeah, like I love to travel, so I'm missing a travel partner. Like I love to go to the oh. gym, but to have them go with me would be amazing. Yeah. Yes, you can kickbox like Michelle and Jodha and hurt themselves <laughs> and giggle and share and look at the sunset together. And then you can look back and you can say, remember that time we cruised and the water was so beautiful? And Yes, along those lines. So we want you to keep imagining it into being. Okay. And it's coming. You see, there's no such thing as time. But we feel energetically for you. It's, it's like you're right there. You see, yeah. you don't need to necessarily do any more work. You just have awesome. to welcome it in. And when the time comes, oh, this is good, because we see that when this person shows up, we want you to get over the fear of saying yes. And okay. you might have to ask this person to go somewhere. You see, so often you wait in your culture. You're like, the man should do this or the woman should do None of that. <laughs> If you see okay. someone that you like and you're Michelle asked Joda out. She wanted she was going wine taste and she asked him if he would go with her and he said yes. And so oh, awesome. have the courage to trust in your knowing when you meet this person, when they show up for you, when they feel like home, when they feel like a okay. combination of home plus passion, that's your formula. Home plus passion. And it's exciting. And then you just either say yes or you ask them and and be willing to put yourself out there. Because we feel like that might happen and then you might hesitate and talk yourself out of it because there will be a moment of, oh, my goodness, this is really happening. And (laughs) then all you have to do is say yes. And we want you to come back and tell us all about your love story when it happens because that will be inspiration for so many. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Blessing. Oh, thank you. We love love. So be sure to come back and share your love story with everyone. Will do. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's it's funny that Michelle asked me out she's like, do you want to go do this thing that I'm like, one of my favorite things to do? Of course. Home plus passion. Um, 
so next we're going to go to uh, 707 area code. Um, and last numbers are 5775. If you would let us know your name and where you're from, and then you can ask your power of 10 question. And you're live. Am I on? Yeah, yes, Hello. sir, you are. Hi, Joda, Michelle, and Power of 10. Uh, my name is Keith, and uh, I had a question about uh, uh, I wanted to know how my daughters were doing. Yes, yes. Do you talk to your daughters? No. It's been a no. while. Are, so you have a conflict in your parenting relationship? Yes. Do I need to empathize? We feel no. We are we are just feeling the energy here between you. We feel like this is long ago that this happened. Um, yes. We feel like there you were a different person at this time in their life. That you were dealing with some issues of your own, and your their mother and you came together to have these children, and yet you didn't align. You were young, yes, and. Uh, Here's the thing about children coming in. We want to for everyone to hear. You are all bodies that are vehicles for souls to come through to live their own life stories. So sometimes when it's beneficial, everybody grows together and you have wonderful relationships. Sometimes not. And we feel like they have heard stories from other people about you, and they remember the old version of you, even though you have changed tremendously. We feel your growth. In the same way we feel from the last caller that she was ready for love, we feel like you've been through tremendous growth in the past several years, yes? You're a different human being. Are we on the right track? Yes, ma'am. Yes, we are. And so... Have you tried to reach out? They're girls, yes? You have girls? Yes, I do. Have uh, you attempted attempted to reach out recently? No, no, not recently. Try this. I, we don't know if you've read our books, but Michelle reiterated about how you are made of light. You see, between your lifetimes, you're a pure love and light. So if you imagine light on a situation, it diffuses it. Because so often in a situation such as this, you feel helpless, yes? You feel powerless because they believe something about you that's no longer true, you see? And so when you see them as their highest and best selves, you can probably visualize them as little children, yes? You were around them as little children and they were happy and free and go lucky. And so we want you to picture them that, multiply it times 10, Picture, say to yourself each day, say their name out loud and say, rise, 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 rise. It seems simple, and yet it is the most powerful exercise to lift their frequency to meet the new you. You see, because what we feel is really happening is you and them are out of alignment with your beliefs of who each other really are. You don't know them anymore, and they believe something about you that's no longer true. And so try it for 30 days. We don't like to arbitrarily put days down because there's no such thing as time. And yet, if for 30 days, you, every day you woke up, just for a few moments, right away, imagine light pouring on your, your daughters. They're beautiful souls. <laughs> just picture that 
Picture them at their highest and best selves. Perhaps affirm that you're now in alignment. Do it for 30 days and then reach out. Then have the courage to let them know that they may choose to not have a relationship with you. And yet, you just want to tell them that you do love them and that that you're there if they ever want to come to you. They are older now, yes? How old are your children? Are they adults? Yeah, early 20s. Yes, perfect. And so think about who you were in your early 20s. You're still trying to figure out your own identity, yes? So they've been past their adolescence where they're rebelling against everything. And now they're figuring out who they are independently of their parents. And so this is a good time for you to meet them as as young adults. You see, and we feel like after 30 days of boring life and love, they'll be more receptive to it, you see. So try that, and again, report back to us. We love to hear good inspirational stories because you are not alone. There are many, many people out there who are going through similar situations. You're all connected. And Michelle had a situation. Her daughter didn't talk to her for three long years, you see. She had been brainwashed for by other family members about Michelle, and it was very hurtful. And if you read Pieces Power, a lot of that contrast created the stories that we helped her to reconnect with her daughter, and now they have a wonderful relationship. They are reunited. She lives together with them, and that was a part of her story. You see, it had nothing to do with Michelle, really. And in the meantime, Michelle had to go through her own growth. And so you own your growth. We feel it in you. Continue that. Don't let the lack of them being in your lives bring you down. You see, because we feel the, the guilt in that, yes? And guilt is a low-vibrating emotion. So whenever you start to feel guilt, shine some love and light on it. Understand, take yourself from a broader soul perspective that this is all happening to help strengthen them in the long run. It's just all a big lesson for all of you. You created this in between lives in your little soul family for whatever reason. Now, okay, take yourself to the other end of it. What would it feel like to be reunited with your daughters? How would that feel? Really get into the feeling of that so you can create it. It would feel fulfilling, yes? How would it feel for you, Keith? It would feel wonderful. Uh, That that word doesn't even help describe, but it would be a great start. (laughs) Then, Then feel that. Picture where perhaps you might meet them. Maybe you meet up in the restaurant. Picture the restaurant. Make it real to yourself so you can begin to create that and and really know that it is indeed possible. But do pour the light so they're more receptive, you see, because we feel like they are hanging on to an image of you that no longer exists. And forgive yourself. We feel like you beat yourself up a lot. And so stop that. You were learning too. You were young. You didn't know any better. And so now you can only move forward. We want you to really pour some love on you. Because this, if this session is all about love, 
We want you to forgive yourself so that your daughters can forgive you as well. You're all connected. Remember that. Thank you so much, uh, Howard. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for your question. No, thank you so much. Um, I was going to... uh, I was going to say we were going to wrap it up, but I have a feeling this next question is going to be a powerful, quick one. No pressure, uh, Mr. or Mrs. 914 area code ending in 54252. Um, I just feel like I just need to hear your question. So you are live. If you want to give us your name and where you're from. Uh, Area code 914, are you there? Nope, I guess not. Apparently, I was clicking the wrong button. Um, area code 423, uh, ending in 0129, if you would give us your name and where you are from. Hello, it's uh, Julie from Santa Claus, Indiana. Hi, Julie. Mm, hi, Julie. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I, I really um, I just had a quick question, uh, or not not a question, but just some uh, looking for some inspirational uh, thoughts. I just enjoy being um, around you. Oh, we love you too. Are you feeling the love? Are you okay? Yes, yes, I am. I am very much so. Oh, so you just want the inspiration? We thought you were going to ask something. <laughs> oh no, no, no! You I'm want very the... sorry. Yeah, yeah, just inspiration. We're. I'm just looking for some inspirational thoughts from you. That's all. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, we feel like you are listening to us and you're definitely on your path and your path is joyful and yet we also feel like sometimes you get distracted by other people who you want to feel the same love that you're experiencing on your own path yes sometimes you're just pulled aside and pulled aside and so this is good for everyone to hear so this is the perfect question to end with of course you see at any given time It is not up to you to learn your lessons for other people. Just like with the last question, you can shine a light on it, on them, when they are going through difficult times. But in order to love them from a purely unconditional point, you have to, have to, have to let them learn their lessons and the soul agreements they came in here to learn. Because if you are trying to, pull them into your lane where you're living happily ever after (laughs) from the lessons you're (laughs) learning. You're preventing them from the growth that they came here to experience. And so we feel you're getting better at this, and yet you're such a loving person. Yes, that's transparent in you. And so that word keeps coming up, transparent. So when you are parenting, when you are when friends come to you, because we feel like you're the person that coworkers come to, that friends come to, everybody comes to Julie, yes, and mm-hmm. talks to yes. you. And so if you can just realize it's not up to you to fix everybody's problems, you can just beam. Be a, okay. like a lighthouse. Visualize, you like lighthouses. Visualize yes, yourself as a lighthouse 
You see, lighthouses don't Mm -hmm. tell the ocean what to do. They don't tell the boats what to do. They just shine. Be the lights for Ah. other people. They will feel it. You see, and and when they're going through their situations, and we'll call them situations, not problems, you see, (laughs) keep shining your lights on them, and they'll understand that they'll come up with the answers, and they will be even stronger and better than before. Trust in that. Keep shining a light on their highest and best. That's all you really have to do. So keep that image. That can be your inspiration of being the lighthouse. Because that appeals to you, because you like Mm -hmm. water. And so be the lighthouse. And and when you feel compelled to give them advice, just close your mouth like you're (laughs) turning off the lighthouse and then beam. You don't have to say anything. So often so many of you trip yourself up when you feel like you need to talk, 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 talk. Talk, 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 talk. Sometimes you just need to be. Just be, just be a beacon of love. Thank you. I love that. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Julie. Yes, I I was right on one of those callers of a wonderful place to wrap it up. So Power of Ten, thank you so much for sharing uh, space with us, not time. (laughs) Um, Thank you for the opportunity to allow us to communicate with you, especially on the theme of love, one of our favorite topics we might have we to love do love you, part Minnesota. two next week uh i i love you all we, too. Would love that. <laughs> we would love that well thank you everyone for joining us uh we just uh, i love doing these shows michelle does and and um i i hope that i know that you all are enjoy uh enjoying listening because we have people calling in and asking these wonderful questions so um please go ahead and um follow our podcast uh, I'm not exactly sure where that button is, but it's on there somewhere, just like everything you follow. Um, and uh, and do go to the website and find out all the wonderful things that we have to offer. That's uh, all these great ways to connect with the power of 10 and, and continue learning. So we'll do another show next week. And uh, we love you all and go forth and, and have a fabulous week ahead. Thanks so much. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 